Hey, what's up folks? Welcome to another episode. I'm just going to be jamming back and forth on a couple of tips regarding positioning in the marketplace. So if you're a coach or a course creator, high ticket affiliate, anything like that, this is going to be relevant. It's going to show you how you can start to communicate with your audience in order to elevate your positioning, which is going to help ease the sales process, minimize any objections that you might get throughout the sales process, and really just make you a more prominent marketer in your field. Catch you guys right after this. All right, welcome back folks. Thank you for joining me. If this is the first time here, I'd like to say an incredibly warm welcome to you. My name is Jamie Gardner and what I talk about on this podcast is really me just documenting the last 10 years I've been online, got well over 700 students, sold millions of dollars worth of stuff online and really just trying to cut through some of the BS that's out there, help you guys out with some practical tips for your marketing efforts. All right, feel free to hit the uh, subscribe button if you're interested in staying up to date with what I'm putting out. So I'm talking about positioning today. And this came about from a coaching call I had earlier today where I was addressing a couple of things that were coming up uh, as questions from my audience, one of which being, hey, I keep running into broke people and uh, everyone just seems to have the money objection when I'm looking to pull the trigger on asking for the sale for my high ticket thing, what do I do? And so uh, I was going back and forth with this one and uh, of course, you know, I've been in sales for a long time, so I do have a number of ways that you can handle objections when it comes to money. A lot of the time, it is the trust factor of you as a brand or the trust factor of the solution being the right one. Also, the actual immediate uh, loss of status by someone actually investing in something, meaning that they effectively lose that money for a certain amount of time in the hopes that they'll gain it back by educating themselves further with your particular program or solution, right? So there's a lot of lot of things that happen there. And now, like I say, yes, you can handle the objection in a sales dynamic. That's one way. Uh, one of the easiest ways to deal with that is to actually pre-handle them before they even uh, come into fruition. So you're never going to be able to avoid this entirely. In my experience, I've, I've been doing this for a fair while and there are going to be times where people will just throw up, no, I can't afford it, and it doesn't matter what you say to them, doesn't matter what you write, what they've read, where the sales uh, conversation has been prior to that point, they're still going to come out with that objection at some point. And sometimes you just cannot get it around it, and that's okay. That's just part of the game. Sometimes you just need to move on and just address your skills and how you're framing things and think about your tonality and what happened prior to that moment and whether they're just seeking information instead of actually going through a sales process and whether you can have uh, further control over that at all. But anyway, it's not what we're talking about here today. We can do a uh, bit more of an episode later on, perhaps on objection handling. Um, today, like I say, is all about positioning and, and the reason why this is really powerful and important to understand as a marketer is if you're able to position yourself in the marketplace in a way that gets people attracted to you and pre-programs some of these things in their mind by the time they get into a sales dynamic and you know a sales dynamic can be anything it can be in messenger it could be listening to a podcast and then following the paper trail of Jamie Gardner to his 
Facebook group and going and seeking out some of his content that he's got over there. And then through that content, you come to learn that this guy can help you out with your business. And so that might be part of it, right? And meaning that by the, the time someone ends up viewing a sales page or a Google doc with some information on it or hops on a sales call with a representative or, or the business owner themselves, a lot of that heavy lifting has already been done. And that is just effective marketing in general. But in order for us to get there, there's a few things that need to go through your prospects' minds, which is, like I say, what we're talking about today. So a couple of ways you can start to position yourself in the marketplace. Now, for those of you that don't know, I spend the bulk of my time over on Facebook uh, with a group monetization process. I call it my dual imprint nurturing process, DINP for short. What it allows me and my students to do is acquire customers in a very rapid way, uh, allows us to rapidly uh, indoctrinate someone into, I guess, who we are as a brand, create a sense of authority in their mind through a very simple process of uh, a couple of resources that we use as well as just a nurturing process through both Messenger and our content, which they actually tell us in advance what they're struggling with in their business, which is kind of cool, right? So it means that we can just very seamlessly present a solution to them. And that's kind of what I teach as part of my ultimate marketing mastermind. But anyway, going off on a tangent. So the reason I say that is because I produce a lot of written content. Uh, I do so on uh, platforms such as Substack. Also have, uh, I guess, my own blog, which I haven't really done that much with recently. I have, of course, my Facebook group. There is all these things that I have that are basically allowing me to produce that written content. But you can also do this through your verbal content. You can do this through your short form video content, through your longer form video content. It's the same thing. So let's dive straight in. What's a couple of ways that you can elevate your positioning and I guess pre-sell and pre-program in your prospect's mind the idea of what to expect when they jump into your sales dynamic and whether it's messenger or on a call or through looking at a Google Doc or whatever that may be, how do you actually get to that point where you're minimizing those potential money-related objections in advance? Right. So the first one is your results. Now, this is something that is probably glaringly obvious to a whole bunch of people. They're probably rolling their eyes going, well, yeah, I know, of course, I know I need to speak about my results. So I get that. But let's dive into that a little bit further. So why do we want to do this? Now, it can be very hard to do so. That's something that I will admit straight up is uh, it can be very hard for some of us to speak of our results. It's not a natural process for a lot of us because it comes back to being self-aggrandizing. And a lot of us don't want to be self-aggrandizing. We feel that it just feels weird. It feels like we're showing off or like we somehow feel like we're better than our neighbor or whatever it is, right? But you kind of need to do it if you're building a personal brand because you need to explain to your audience in advance, hey, I know what I'm talking about. I can get you these results. I have done this many, many, many times before. And if you were just getting started and you're thinking, well, that's not me, well, think about who you can serve, right? You do still have some results. They might not be the most tangible fiscal results at this point of your journey, but you can help someone else out. It could be a tiny piece of knowledge that you've absorbed along the way that's going to allow you to help someone else out that doesn't yet know that knowledge, right? That could be a result. You might formulate a process for doing a specific task that you've just learned about that is not related to finances at all that will allow you to then express that to your audience, right? Um, another one, of course, is your students' results. Once you are coaching for a little while, let's, you know, fingers crossed you actually do a good job and have some successful students Talk about their results. Talk about them implicitly. 
talk about how they went from nothing to you know their first 10k per month or like one of my recent students has gone from zero like literally no sales whatsoever in the affiliate marketing space to well over 50 sales in around about five weeks which is just absolutely phenomenal he's an outlier love him dearly you know but that, that's someone that I, I speak about because he's done so exceptionally well so as part of my content I will often speak about his results uh, for that reason you also speak about the results of your program in general. If you're a high-ticket affiliate marketer, you've just jumped into this exciting new program and you really can't wait to dive in and start getting those results that you see in those big screenshots, you say, can't wait to get them for yourself, talk about those results that are coming out of that program when you're getting started. Imagine how powerful that is for people to hear. Oh my God, this person went from zero to 50K in their first five months of doing this stuff. That is incredible. Talk about your past wins as well. I uh, was very fortunate to have won the ClickFunnels 2 Comma Club Award in 2021 for surpassing a million dollars through a single sales funnel. I speak about that a lot because I'm very proud of it, of course, but it's going to be a time when that is now an old result, right? So I either have to win another one or go figure out what my next milestone is in order to be able to talk about my past wins. But it doesn't have to be the financial. Like I say, it can be all sorts of things. It can be unrelated. Like Another one that I, I talk about is uh, I want to try and highlight some of my tenacity to my audience and, and give that as a lesson of what they need in order to succeed in the online space. And so I often talk about when I wanted to get into the financial markets and I picked a company I wanted to work for and I went out of my way for over two years to apply for jobs at this particular company and I'd get rejection after rejection after rejection. Every time I would go back and learn something new and I'd absorb myself more into the company culture by reading their website and their product disclosure statement. I'd learn more about the financial markets. I'd go through forums, I'd take courses, I did everything I possibly could, including trade the financial markets in order to finally, finally, finally get a foot in the door, which I did. Now, I say that story, like I say, because it's a result, right? I was able to overcome an obstacle, which was me not having any uh, prior experience in the financial markets, not having any formal education in the financial markets, and then finally being able to get a foot in the door, have a very successful career in finance. So that's an example there. Also, uh, you can also talk about your past learning experiences as well. So it doesn't always need to be the successes. Sometimes you learn a lot from your setbacks along the way. Another story I often tell is how I went bankrupt. And I talk about the uh, the failings and the feelings that I went through being in my mid-30s at the time and feeling like an absolute failure when all my friends were buying multiple properties and traveling all around the world to exotic locations. And here I was struggling to keep my head above water, so to speak. And so I, I talk about that because, again, I'm trying to highlight an element of my brand which is, you know, within a very short space of time, I've gone from this financial destitution to cracking $1,000 days to cracking $50,000 months within a very, very short space of time, which is incredible what you can do online. Um, another way that you can elevate your positioning is through implications. And so implications are things like, for example, you might say, you know, one of the reasons I'm able to make consistent high-ticket sales is because X, Y, Z. Right? I could say, quite literally, one of the reasons I'm able to make consistent high-ticket sales is because I've been working at building my brand for the last five years straight. And so therefore, my development of my brand has allowed me to do so. Um, and obviously, the skills that are, uh, come along with that. 
I would also say things like making one to $5,000 days is actually no different than making $100 days. Uh, it just takes a, a little bit more focus and a little bit more extraction of value out of your existing audience. Like I could say things like that, but what I'm doing, and if you notice the, uh, the language patterns I'm using, is I'm actually throwing out numbers there, right? You know, making $5,000 a day, making $1,000 a day, blah, 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 blah. Um, I also can say things like my student results are unmatched because of XYZ. It's another example. Now, in, in my specific case, I can say my student results are completely unmatched because I focus on not wacky tactics that are going to die as soon as an algorithm changes. They're all based on human psychology and what makes people tick and why they buy and how to market stuff. And so therefore, no matter what platform people go onto, they're going to be able to see these amazing results in their business because they know what actually goes into a sales dynamic, right? And that's something that I'm really, really big on as part of my programs and my coaching. Um, but me talking about that, that's something, again, guess what? I'm elevating my own authority by doing that, my positioning. Another way is uh, through just empowerment. And uh, the way that this would work, especially if you're relatively new into your online journey, especially with high-ticket affiliate marketing, is you could say something to the effect of, I've spent $5,000 on my business growth, uh, here's what I've learned. And going into that, it now, again, sort of gives other people permission to do the same. They think, okay, well, if this person's taking it serious and they've had these types of results, then, of course, it makes logical sense that I'm going to have to invest in the growth of my business. Uh, another one that I, I say on, on occasion is, you know, people are quite happy to throw 20, 30K or whatever it is at a college degree. And forgive me, I, I never went to college or university, so I'm, I'm making figures up as I go here. Um, you know, don't quote me on that. Uh, you know, I, I spent this amount on, on college, or people spend this type of money on college, but they're not willing to drop $5,000 on, on their own education to grow a successful business. And so by saying things like that, of course, I'm, I'm labeling the actual investment itself as 5K, but it might not be. In your situation, it might be more, it might be less. I could say 10K. You know, I don't get why people wouldn't spend 20K on the development of their own business when they're quite happy to spend and, and borrow money to... Uh, spend 30k per year that they're at university or college, right? So there's uh, these types of implications and that way you're creating a juxtaposition between those two pricing elements as well. Uh, another one is basically by throwing rocks at what hasn't worked for you. And again, this comes under empowerment. So you could say, look, I wasted over $30,000 on the wrong information so you don't have to. Here's top five tips that I learned uh, or top five traps to avoid from XYZ, right? Really, really powerful because now you're, again, showing that big figure. You're saying, listen, I got it wrong, uh, which builds the trust because it shows authenticity and obviously make sure that it's all true as well. That's the other key to it all. Uh, don't say stuff that hasn't happened for you. And so what that does is then, again, creates the price juxtaposition between the, you know, say, for example, $30,000 on your own personal growth and here's what didn't work. So you've obviously been through that journey yourself. Um, so then what it, it, it's going to keep implanting in some, someone's mind is like, all right, well, I guess if I'm going to actually build a proper business, I am going to have to invest in myself to some degree. And it makes logical sense that there has to be some sort of exchange. That's how business works, unless it's a zero-sum business model, which... Thankfully, most of them aren't. And, you know, side tangent real quick there, zero-sum business model, gambling, uh, financial markets, one side wins, the other side loses. Everything else in the world is a positive sum 
That is that there is an equal exchange. Not always equal, but there is an exchange, right? Hopefully that makes sense. Now, um, next part, and, and probably the only uh, other one I'll, I'll cap this off at this point, I think you've got enough to go on here, is quite simple just vocalization and vocalizing what it is that you are doing. So say, for example, I've got a program. Uh, it's currently sitting at 2700 for coaching, heavily underpriced. I'm aware of that. It should be around about 5000 for the group coaching stuff. But if I keep telling people that, like you know, my one-on-one -on -one coaching, for example, starts at seven and a half thousand. So if I keep saying that to my audience, and then I'm like, "Listen, my one-on-one -on -one stuff is seven and a half thousand dollars." You think someone is going to knowingly jump on a phone call to waste my time to talk about my one-on-one -on -one coaching, knowing full well that that's my fee, if they're not prepared to go down that pathway? The answer is absolutely categorically no. The other thing as well, coming back to one of the points I made before, is if I keep reiterating this type of stuff to my audience, when I do release a discount, say for example, when it's Boxing Day or Black Friday or Christmas or Halloween or whatever sale you, you choose, then all of a sudden that investment to jump on board seems quite significantly lower than what I have been talking about, right? And again, because this creates a price juxtaposition because if people have seven and a half thousand in their minds for my one-on-one, -on -one, and then I reveal, well, actually my group stuff's only 2,700 at the moment. Sure, it's going up next year, but at the moment, that's what you can get in for. Now, all of a sudden, it seems tiny, right? Um, you can also say things like, I promote programs ranging from 1,500 bucks right up to 15,000, for argument's sake. And when you keep talking about this stuff over and over and over again, uh, to start with, it feels very uncomfortable because it's not a natural part of your language pattern for most of us. But eventually, it does become a natural part of your language pattern. Eventually, you do end up talking about it a little bit. Eventually, you do end up talking about what's involved in your ultimate marketing mastermind. You do start talking about the dual imprint nurturing process and how the group monetization process allows you to close around about one in six people into customers in as little as 27 hours as well. You start talking about this stuff in a very natural way because you've practiced it so much that it comes out naturally, right? And this is what positioning is. Now, of course, I'm talking about the verbalizing of this stuff, but you can write it in your content. You can write it in your short form content through your Twitter and your um, short form video, all that type of stuff. And the more you do this, the more you're going to be able to build that brand credibility. And that tends to just grow and grow and grow the more you do it. So not only the more you do it, the more student results you're going to have, the more students' re results you're going to have, the more you're going to be able to talk about those student results, which then has a flow-on effect to attract more and more people into your world and help them out. Anyway, this has been Positioning. Hope this helps, guys. Go check out jamiegardener.com if you're interested in joining my free community, signing up to my newsletter, and uh, hit the subscribe button. Look forward to seeing you guys in the next one.